Today's podcast is on the importance of praying with others. This podcast gets into real life experiences of miracles and hearing God's voice. My name is Lee Greer, author and illustrator of When Miracles Are Needed, which is a Christian fiction novel. The book serves as an outline of the topics we cover. This is Pastor Jonathan. Is it all right if I call you Pastor Jonathan? That's fine. Do you want to talk about the prayer ministry? I do. All right. And we're going to tell the story about how we started the prayer ministry. It was a 2007. And you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but what what do you remember? That sounds about right. We uh, had reconnected after going through a spiritual retreat called Trace Diaz being in a little group for a little while and we started meeting together with another guy. God started to do amazing things unexpectedly, <laughs> completely unexpectedly. And trustee is supposed to be a secret thing or how much do you want to tell about that? <laughs> uh, it's not supposed to be a secret thing. It's uh, three days um, with, with the Lord, the design and uh, his body. Uh, body of Christ, so um, it was it was a meaningful time in my life. I don't know about yours, but um, the best thing was that it connected us. So we had no idea what God had planned long term. Yeah, I, I was reluctant to talk about it because you know it's kind of nice when people don't know anything about it and some and and they get to go. But um, so I was going to hold back on that. But you've been on the the, the governing board of that organization locally, so you know what's good and bad as far as what to say about it a lot more than I do. I mean, we, we don't have surprises, but we're free to talk about anything, particularly our experience. Well, okay, that's a good foundation for the prayer ministry, which uh, yeah, I'll tell it from my side. I, hope, I know you've got to go here in a little while, so you just say goodbye, and I'll probably finish this, the thing. Okay. There was a time, so going back to, this is related to another podcast, is that God told me I had to make public that I was hearing his voice. And so a lot of things happen when I said, that's awful scary. But then God kind of comforts you by giving you opportunities. It's going to be strange and difficult in bad ways, but also it it comes with good rewards. And one of those was the prayer ministry. And and it was another, right, you going to say something? You know, that was, God prepared me for the prayer ministry and for hearing God's voice. Because when I was there, he told me to stop resisting the leading of his Holy Spirit. My, you know, it's probably the, the voice of God, and I'd be like, oh, that couldn't be God. <laughs> you know, if you looked at it objectively, you'd be like, well, of course that'd be God. to tell you to talk to your neighbor about Jesus or something like that or to pray with your business partner. Those are things that he was trying to get me to do, and I would say, oh, well, that, that couldn't be God, and I'd talk myself out of it. Um, I went to Trace Diaz, and the Lord was like, okay, there's enough of that. <laughs> when I speak or when I lead, you know, you, you need to listen in a way. That was kind of a foundation for when we got together for the prayer ministry. Well, you know, I, I'm glad to hear you tell me all these things. You, know, you, 
you let me talk. I don't get to hear you talk. Do you want to talk on some more about all, all that? Well, uh, I can talk more about once the prayer ministry started. Uh, first, it was just kind of like getting together and catching up with each other and and maybe even reading scripture. But um, eventually, I think it was you, who was like, you know, we've got a sanctuary upstairs. Why don't we go pray? And so we started that, and, you know, us praying the best we knew how, but then then God decided he would become the teacher and, and teaching us about prayer in ways that we had never expected. I want to say my side of that. We're, we're listening. I mean, we started with this 2007 we, until we they wouldn't let us use the sanctuary anymore. Isn't that a statement on the American church? Anyway, I won't go there. But um, <laughs> we don't want the sanctuary used for a prayer ministry. You know. Anyway, that's true. I mean, true story. Okay. And not just that church, but many. All right. So uh, here's the here's from my side how that started. It was right at the time that, that God told me I could no longer keep it secret that I was hearing his voice. I had to start telling people. That's when exactly when the prayer ministry started. Did, you probably didn't know that, did you? No. Okay, good. I get to tell that just briefly, and I like to hear your stories better. But um, so I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Well, a mutual friend of ours came. I wish I'd see you a little more often. I said, well, okay, Jonathan's got the keys to the church and the sanctuary's empty. Let's go there and pray because that's what God had put in me to do. And I'm thinking, how is this going to happen? Well, He asked, and you're there, and that's how it happened. Isn't that something? It is. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, okay, so you saw it a little differently because you didn't know, you know, and I, if, even if I told you at the time, it's been quite a while back, is what God's putting in me seems impossible, yet he made it possible. And then how long did the prayer ministry go before we didn't have a place to pray? I think we said eight years. Well, let's see. Um, we moved to a different... Yeah, I, I mean, we... We were shut down for a little bit when we were no longer allowed to go in the, the church, and eventually we found a, a place at the National Memorial for the unborn to pray. Uh, but then, then we moved, so that wasn't convenient. Yeah, so. I want to. Since you you don't have much time to talk, I hear your story. I could tell you about why God told me to go in an old sanctuary and why he continues to do that kind of stuff something about the place and when he said he shows place and says that's where i don't know why i just know i better obey every little thing that doesn't make sense but it, i'm sure you had more comments about all this well it's so so much to share it's hard to know where to start but i remember you know god was dealing with you um teaching you a whole bunch of things and you know, you felt free and we invited you to kind of explore that in the sanctuary. And the great thing about the sanctuary was that we got to where we didn't worry about the time. We just knew that we would be there until the Lord said to go away. And I, I one of the things I remember is we would kind of ask the Lord, you know, for direction and write it down uh, that we would get busy and then he would do all kinds of things. You know, sometimes we would see visions or many times we would see visions. Uh, 
I forgot that we did that. You know, I used to write everything down, and I, so I would, I would bring in that, or you would. I can't. I know I always did at the time. And then we first thing we did was ask God, what should we? What are we doing here? What do you want us to pray about? What do you want us to do? He'd give us an outline, and that, that's what you're saying, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's like, okay, and things did not have to make sense. That's right. <laughs> you know, he tells us something. It's like, okay, that's on the list, but we don't even know what that means. It's kind of like you're showing up for a meeting and they give you the notes of the agenda. You don't even know what that topic is, but you know they're going to discuss it later. That's right. That, that's that's what prayer like that is is like. I wanted to say something about how how I knew you know when my friend said I'd like to see you again that we should you know, find Jonathan, pray with Jonathan, uh, and this is because I think this is a benefit to people if they're looking for somebody to pray with because it. There's, well, say something about why it's better to have somebody in ministry like this with you. You know, I think that it's too easy for us to get locked into the way we always do it. When you have a partner ministry, then God can challenge and he can um, teach through each other. I mean, that's one thing we've learned from God is that you know, he can do anything on his own, but he loves to do it in partnership with us. And he loves to, um, well, just like he sent out the disciples, send them out two by two. He, he likes to have partnerships uh, through prayer with each other and with him. And that was such a beautiful thing. We, we had many more than just uh, you and I, but at times, but... We were the only ones who kind of stuck it out together, and we were in the school of prayer together, which is a huge blessing. Yeah, I always think a benefit is a, is that's occurred to me right now is that you remember and said, I don't, such as write an outline of things. And because we would come at, at first we started food, we'd come in about 6 o'clock and bring some something to eat, sit in one of the Saints school rooms and eat it, and then go up to the sanctuary and pray. It's like two different places. You don't want to bring food in the sanctuary, at least. Right. That's how right. we take our place. But, so we're going there to be with God. But at first was a social time, just a chance to transition. We, we call it transitioning from the world, right? But we eventually got to the point where we're like, well, we don't want to waste this time. It's too, too, too good and rich. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so we left out the food. We go right for the sanctuary, and then and what I realized, you know, we we come at six or six thirty. We try to get there early because we didn't have enough time, and then we'd pray till ten thirty or eleven because we had to go to work the next morning. We couldn't stay any later. Isn't that true? It is true. Yeah, we, you know, and that's not a religious discipline to say. Well, once a week I'm on stay between six thirty and and eleven. That sounds boring or torturous, <laughs> you know, but. I think a lot of it came from the outline of writing things down. We didn't have enough time to cover everything on the That's outline. That's right. I was a, um, you would you would lose track of time, and you wouldn't even realize what time it was. And then the Lord would say, okay, now, now it's time to go. And it could vary. You know, it could be 11 o'clock at night, or he could say, well, it's 9.30 time for you to go. And so it was all at his leading, his direction. And what a joy that was, because then you didn't have to come with an agenda. You didn't have to come with, um, I mean, certainly we would come with our own prayer requests, but that was not what we were there for. We are there to have him lead everything and then 
have such a rich, vibrant experience with him through his Holy Spirit that we we kept wanting more. We kept coming back. I want to say, go back to finding someone to pray with, how the, how this worked with me. So God had put in me that he wants me to tell everybody, and yet I'm like, okay, this is about prayer, and, and he's kind of, I've got to find somebody to pray with. That's what, I can't remember exactly how he put that, but I knew it. So I, they, they had put us in a small room at that Trestius event, remember? Yes. It's almost like the first time I really got to know you. And they, they said, we just want the two of y'all to pray for the men well, it was like I've, I've prayed with other people, but a lot of times they're like, okay, we prayed. We asked for this and that. Well, how many times are you going to ask for it? We had an hour and something, and we didn't run out of stuff to pray. That's right. It was, uh, yeah, you can talk about that, but to me it's like tennis. So you hit the ball, you want somebody to hit it back so that you can do something with it. <laughs> yeah, and that's, a, that's an amazing subject, um, and maybe we can continue that next time. Oh, you're out of time. I'm out of time, but that's a great subject. Yeah. Let's start with that. Thank you so much for calling. I hope we get to talk again. All right. Thanks, Lee. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Pastor Jonathan. He only gets to call in while he's driving to work, which he works in a pregnancy counseling center as the men's director and also as a pastor of a home church. And so he, for the last, uh, ever since, I think we started in 2008, 2009. Hey, we said, well, we, we got a lot to talk about what happened once a week. What is God doing? So he's, while you're on the way to work, you could call me. So he does that. He's been calling me every morning, and we talk about what God's doing. Talks about two being better than one and three being a strong cord that cannot be broken. As, you know, that you remember things that the other forgets. and. Also, when you're facing difficult situations, well, he counsels people in the pregnancy counseling center. Is it so? I like I need counseling, but actually, he needs counseling. So we take turns counseling each other. You know, as you face difficult situations, what does the Bible say about that, and what what does God say about that? So you, it comes back to prophecy. Is that? God speaks through you because you want the Holy Spirit to be in you. You want to be used, so he does use people. He ministers to others. That's what Jonathan prays for when he ministers to people all day long, is that God would give them good and right in their lives and save the baby and also themselves from pain and misery. And God knows what's ahead. We might think that's what it's like, but God knows what it's like. So it's good that Jonathan listens to God and then and puts it into other people. So we do that for each other. We listen to God and we encourage each other. Whatever ministry I have, that's kind of the point in the podcast to affirm things that you suspect that you think, I wonder if that is really like that. And you're like, the other person's doing that. So it encourages you to do that. Well, we could say a lot about the prayer ministry. I'd rather hear him talk than me. But we pray that other people would come. They did come. Like he said, there were lots of people that would come and go. We were always there. And there's power. When other people are praying together and the power of the Holy Spirit, there's things move, things change. There are a lot of stories about that. So that's enough for this podcast. Thank you so much. All 
50 narrated chapter episodes are illustrated by over 200 paintings and are available now on YouTube and will soon be available in print.